Welcome for this Festival of Leo, the first of the two that will occur this year. Two full moons occurring in the same sign happens from time to time, and when it does, it indicates that there is a special emphasis placed on the qualities and energies of that sign. Two full moons falling in Leo is particularly significant at this time because as the opposite polarity of Aquarius, its qualities are important in helping us understand the present moment as we begin to enter the Aquarian era, a time that will be characterized by group identity and group activity. We are told that the interplay of energies between these two is far more potent than at any previous time in racial history. So the present moment holds significant opportunity as well as challenges. Much of the work is to vitalize the principles of unity and interconnectedness in the context of self-realization and enlightened self-consciousness. The exact time of the full moon will occur in just a few hours, which gives us the opportunity now to work directly with the hierarchical energies seeking expression in physical form. These energies are most easily available during the five-day period of the full moon, and groups working together in meditation and with common purpose, especially on the day of safeguarding, conduct a service to all of humanity by being conduits for the advancing seventh ray energies which are conditioning Aquarius and by extension Leo as well. Working physically together is even more effective because the energies of the group members are able to blend together in the etheric to form an, an energetic channel into which hierarchical energies can circulate enhancing the potency of the group's thought. Since this teaching was released, there have been many decades of work at the full moon period. Month after month, year after year, serious students and disciples have dedicated their efforts to help and to be available to the spiritual hierarchy to act as channels of distribution into form. Thought forms and prayers have been built into the mental plane and contributed there with the intention of lifting human consciousness so that now there is a cohesive network of energetic substance dedicated to the divine plan and the redemption of humanity and via humanity, the subhuman kingdoms. One might imagine a vast field that is constantly being replenished with fresh insights and realizations, constantly growing and becoming more radiatory and effective in bringing divine energies down to earth. We stand together as souls to enrich, safeguard and protect this field. All spiritual seekers are part of the effort and with each passing month, individual notes and colors are added to the vibrant etheric structure, making a unique whole that harmoniously resonates with the divine plan. The soul on its own plane is group conscious and knows no kind of separateness. It perceives all forms as merely a collection of energies that are seeking release and redemption through an advancing consciousness. 
the soul seeks to express itself and gain fullness of experience through contact with the physical plane. It seeks to condition its vehicles in form with the reality of its essential unity. It seeks full control of the personality, the outer life and the trends of thought. With these thoughts in mind, let us take a moment to reflect on our essential oneness and basic unity with the soul. The mantra of unification is a potent word of power, which when used with focused intent, helps bring the soul and personality into alignment and interplay. The souls of all are one, and I am one with them. I seek to love, not hate. I seek to serve and not exact due service. I seek to heal, not hurt. Let pain bring due reward of light and love. Let the soul control the outer form and life and all events and bring to light the love that underlies the happenings of the time. Let vision come and insight. Let the future stand revealed. Let inner union demonstrate and outer cleavages be gone. Let love prevail. Let all people love. Studying Leo encourages us to look at the evolutionary sweep of life with a long view and through a wide lens. It takes the incarnating and sacrificial soul many, many incarnations to build a response mechanism that is adequate and advanced enough to receive the full power of its energies. Through Leo, true self-consciousness is slowly and painstakingly built. The earlier stages are characterized by a selfish perspective <clears throat> where the individual sees only herself as the center of the universe, the center around which all other lives revolve. The will to dominate prevails and the focus is on the fulfillment of personal desires and wishes, often at the expense of others. After a long time and many lifetimes, this line of energy becomes exhausted and the form life ever so slowly begins through an awareness of the soul to develop a self-directed purpose, resulting ultimately in a complete mastery of the self. A wider orientation then occurs, which includes a growing sensitivity to the needs of others and a fuller comprehension of the meanings behind outer events. It is, it, is it, it is at this point that the energies of Aquarius are beginning to be felt 
and self-consciousness begins to move toward group consciousness. Throughout this eons-long journey, the soul continues to accumulate knowledge, memories, and experiences as a result of its relationship with form. Theosophy uses the curious phrase permanent atoms to describe what the Tibetan calls, quote, the repositories or the storing houses of the experiences undergone during life in the three worlds. A repository is defined as a place or receptacle where things are or may be stored, a place in which a natural resource has accumulated or where it is found in abundance. A repository also implies that whatever is stored there is valuable, and in the case of the soul, the accumulated resources are a deep well from which it can draw the resources necessary for its journey toward complete fulfillment through creating a perfected form. We're told that the permanent atoms are essentially symbolic and are related solely to the form nature, not the soul itself. One might imagine these so-called atoms becoming more and more radioactive over time, vibrating at ever-increasing rates and becoming the valued resources in matter that the soul can use for its evolution. Leo is the fire sign in the fixed cross, the cross of light and the cross of discipleship, the path onto which humanity is stepping, hence the crisis. It is the fieries of all signs and unlike all others has a single ruler, the sun, which controls all three aspects, exoteric, esoteric, and hierarchical making the sun of prime importance as a carrier for the energies of Leo. It is, we are told, the preeminent fire sign at this time, making it of critical importance in the current period of destruction and purification by fire as we enter Aquarius. It brings solar fire into the human consciousness, stimulating the fire of the soul and empowering the fire of the mind. DK mentions in a treatise on white magic that the heart of the solar logos beats now in closer rhythm with this planet than has heretofore been the case, and that this divine life is turning its attention more closely to our planet. This is a clear and purposeful intention on the part of this exalted being, although its form of consciousness is far beyond our understanding. Materialistic science would, would not attribute consciousness to a planetary body, but British scientist Dr. Rupert Sheldrake has for over 25 years been developing the idea that the sun is conscious. In 1997, there was a small invitational conference entitled, Is the Sun Conscious?, which attracted thinkers of all kinds who debated this question for four days over the summer solstice. Of course, no one can definitely talk about the consciousness, consciousness of the sun, so the intellectual playing field is even, allowing for a wide range of ideas. The sun has always been recognized as the source of all life and has been worshiped and venerated since before human history. Science recognizes that the sun is a dynamo of electromagnetic energy 
And Sheldrake questions whether the rhythmic patterns of electromagnetic activity in the sun might be associated with its consciousness. He says, the sun has recently been found to reverberate like a gong to over a million pitches, each bouncing back and forth through the different layers of the interior of the sun with the resonance being determined by their pitch. As well as this extraordinarily complex spatio-temporal pattern of vibration, there are oscillations, perturbations, and harmonics of the electromagnetic field associated with the phenomena on the surface of the sun, such as sunspots. Magnetic storms on the sun are so intense that they can disrupt radio communication causing homing pigeons to lose their way and in other ways affect what happens on Earth." Unquote. The sun has no actual surface and its radiation extends far into space, weakening the further out it goes. Also, the sun is hotter in its corona than at its core, literally giving itself outward to sustain the lives that are within its ring pass knot. The exalted life that carries solar fire is directing its energy towards us, stimulating the heart center of all human lives and all lives on the planet. So we might begin to imagine how our own electrical fields interact with this great being. Humanity is preparing to tread the way of fire and is experiencing fire in a new way as a cleansing force and the factor that clears the way by burning. For some who still hold a materialistic viewpoint, this burning away is quite painful because there is resistance by the collective personality to the increasing soul light. Forms that are loved and known are being stripped away. People are literally losing their homes and possessions in wildfires. The rising of planetary temperatures is causing unforeseen destruction and the fires of war are causing millions of people to flee their homes and leave behind the lives they know. The collective burning ground is there for all to see. The religious impulse, the urge to worship and pray has always been an underlying aspect of human nature. When humanity needs it most, enlightened individuals have appeared to articulate the newer fundamental truths and spiritual principles, while religious movements have sprung up around them relevant to the culture of the day. In the case of the Buddha, the Christ, and the prophet Muhammad, while they themselves never wrote down their utterances, their revelatory teachings were recorded by their close followers and devotees then to begin the long process of succumbing to glamour and becoming the dogmas that form the basis of some of the present world religions. This is the Piscean model, the idea of the perfected individual articulating ideas that bring solace and inspiration to millions of people. Examples of the Leo influence producing a completed self-conscious human being. These perfected individuals have offered themselves to universal service and demonstrated that complete self-mastery is possible to all human beings. Christ said, even greater things shall you do, holding before us a challenge and a promise for the future. 
At every full moon period, the discipleship group endeavors to create a point of tension, lifting its energies toward the spiritual hierarchy and striving to invoke the higher energies for use in service for the planet. This striving is surely successful to some degree, whether or not there is a conscious recognition of the hierarchical energies contacted. The monthly rituals, which we now call festivals, will come to be known as the great approaches and will form the basis for the new world religion. They will be rhythmic efforts by groups on the physical plane to synchronize their vibrations into a unified invocative cry aimed toward the higher centers and groups of spiritual beings working on the inner planes. These early efforts can be seen now in the many groups gathering for full moon meditations in the Aquarian model. The religious impulse being articulated through group expression and no longer based around the teachings of an individual or the desire for individual salvation. It is said that in the future, each full moon period will be dedicated to the cosmic rulers of each astrological sign, and we will be challenged to raise our invocative appeals to beyond the confines of our planetary ring pass knot. The great sun Sirius is the cosmic ruler of Leo, so this year, there is a double dose of its energies and a renewed opportunity to try and extend our identification to this cosmic center, which, as DK says, is the home of that greater lodge to which our fifth initiation admits a man and to which it brings him as a humble disciple. The powerful cosmic energies from mighty Sirius flow directly into our planet through Regulus, the heart of Leo, the lion, into the heart of the sun, through the hierarchy, and then focused in the Christ, are poured finally into our own hearts via the second ray, the line of Bodhi, of pure love wisdom. The old commentary describes Sirius as a bright sun where shines the light of love. This is the light the group is to reveal and the love the group is to express. Spirit and matter, soul and personality, group and individual. These are the dualities esotericists are all too familiar with. They could very well describe the polarities of Leo and Aquarius. Leo, one of the most material signs and Aquarius, the universal inclusive consciousness. Leo is also known as the battlefield of the forces of materialism and the forces of light. So this period of extended influence of Leo is giving us the opportunity to more deeply ponder this battle in which all of humanity is involved. As more of humanity prepares to tread the path of discipleship, and begins to turn its attention towards spiritual values. The forces of materialism are fighting all the harder to maintain control over the human spirit. And in many areas, they seem to be successful. This can so easily be seen in the conflicts raging in many countries between groups supporting a progressive agenda and the regressive policies of autocratic rulers. But because humanity has the gift of free will, there is always a choice. The Tibetan offers this warning. 
The issues and determinations of the present situation are in the hands of humanity itself. The stars in their courses will aid humanity or bring destruction according to human determinations. Men can achieve liberty and organize for the new age with its unique civilization and constructive synthesis, or they can commit suicide, if I may speak symbolically, and hand over their immediate future to the forces of evil and of death. These work for the death of all the true values and for all of which the human spirit has fought. The positive qualities of the advanced Leo, courage, boldness, fieriness, and illuminated consciousness are needed to tread the path of discipleship and turn the tide toward the Aquarian way. The tests are difficult with constant challenges and crises, but the light of the soul dissolves all barriers to its expression. So this is where the salvation of humanity can be found. The keynote for Leo, which we will be working with soon, I am that and that am I, is a palindromic phrase, a phrase that is exactly the same backwards and forwards. No other keynotes have this peculiar construction, suggesting the function of a mirror. The I am is the word of the individual Leo, selfish, self-centered, and isolated. The I am that is a move toward identification with the soul and the beginnings of a growing awareness of the group. And that am I is perhaps a final confirmation that fusion of the individual with the universal is complete. In a moment, we will have the meditation. So let us now turn our attention to the meditation work before us and we will pause to hold for the Spanish translation to complete. the keynote of the full moon approach to the hierarchy. He who faces the light and stands within its radiance is blinded to the issues of the world of men. He passes on the lighted way to the great center of absorption. But he who feels the urge to pass that way yet loves his brother on the darkened path revolves upon the pedestal of light and turns the other way. He faces towards the dark, and then the seven points of light within himself transmit the outward streaming light, and lo, the face of those upon the darkened way receives that light. For them, the way is not so dark. 
Behind the warriors, twixt the light and dark, blazes the light of hierarchy. Letting in the light. Group fusion. We affirm the fact of group fusion and integration within the heart center of the new group of world servers mediating between hierarchy and humanity. I am one with my group brothers and all that I have is theirs. May the love which is in my soul pour forth to them. May the strength which is in me lift and aid them. May the thoughts which my soul creates reach and encourage them. Alignment. We project a line of lighted energy towards the spiritual hierarchy of the planet, the planetary heart, the great ashram of Sanat Kumara, and towards the Christ at the heart of hierarchy.
extend the line of light towards Shambhala, the center where the will of God is known.
higher interlude. Hold the contemplative mind open to the extraplanetary energies streaming into Shambhala and radiated through hierarchy. Using the creative imagination, endeavor to see the three planetary centers, Shambhala, hierarchy, and humanity, gradually coming into alignment and interplay.
Meditation on the Seed Thought for Leo. I am that, and that am I. I am that, and that am I.
precipitation. Using the creative imagination, visualize the energies of light, love, and the will to good pouring throughout the planet and becoming anchored on earth in prepared physical plane centers through which the plan can manifest. Use the sixfold progression of divine love as the sequence of energy precipitation. Shambhala, hierarchy, the Christ, the new group of world servers, men and women of goodwill everywhere in the world, and physical centers of distribution. lower interlude. Refocus the consciousness as a group within the periphery of the great ashram. Together sound the affirmation. In the center of all love I stand. From that center I, the soul, will outward move. From that center, <clears throat> I, the one who serves, will work. May the love of the divine self be shed abroad in my heart, through my group, and throughout the world. Visualize the downpouring spiritual inflow released from Shambhala through the hierarchy and streaming into humanity through the prepared channel. Consider how these inpouring energies are establishing the pathway of light for the coming world teacher 
the Christ.
distribution. As the great invocation is sounded, visualize the outpouring of light and love and power from the spiritual hierarchy through the five planetary inlets, London, Darjeeling, New York, Geneva, Tokyo, and irradiating the consciousness of the whole human race. From the point of light within the mind of God, let light stream forth into the minds of men. Let light descend on earth. From the point of love within the heart of God, let love stream forth into the hearts of men. May Christ return to earth. From the center where the will of God is known, let purpose guide the little wills of men, the purpose which the masters know and serve. From the center which we call the race of men, let the plan of love and light work out, and may it seal the door where evil dwells. Let light and love and power restore the plan on earth. Thank you, everyone. So tonight, the exact time of the full moon is at 10.37 Eastern Daylight Time. The next new moon meditation meeting will be Monday, August 9th at 6 p.m. Eastern Daylight. And the second Leo Festival will be on Saturday, August 21st 
at 3 p.m. Eastern Daylight Time. We hope to see all of you. Thank you.